You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back with another episode. It's been like two weeks. It's been at least a month for Jay. He's finally back. Say what up, Jay? The long-awaited return. Yeah, see? He's actually here. No, actually, I just recorded that one thing that I said and I put it in. It's just going to be a podcast by myself again. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk college baseball, so let's get into it. Hello, come right in. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating. We're finally back here with Jay. It's been like a month, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it has been. Been on a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. You um, you did what the Amish do, and you decided to leave civilization and go to the Rocky Mountains where no one lives. How was that? Is that an Amish tradition? I was unaware. I didn't see any Amish up there. Well, what is the Rum Rumschnein? I don't a, know. I think you're just speaking gibberish. You did a Rumschnein, and uh, you graduated from grad school. Congratulations, even though I did not attend because, you know, you only get one attendance from a brother for a graduation. And it's just yeah, grad school. Good. I mean, that doesn't really, you know, come talk to me when you become a doctor. But uh-huh. you, what states did you go to? Idaho, Wyoming, Montana? Yeah, um, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, okay, and Utah. Okay, I posted a few of the photos that you were sending me from college campuses, um, you know, on the Instagram and the Twitter at Chairgating. So, essentially, you're you didn't like Wyoming, right? Or no, you liked Wyoming better than Montana. Yeah, I thought Wyoming had a pretty cool campus. Okay. Um, well, it was it was in an um, you know it was in an actual town, I guess. And Montana is in, in Missoula, right? But I, I don't know. It just the campus was old and outdated. The football stadium was nice, but the campus itself just seemed a little weird. So one of my then, friends from Chicago uh, claims that a lot of people from the Midwest, like Chicago area, the Great Lakes area, they go to college in Montana. Like the University of Montana, or yeah. a different. Yeah. I mean, I think there's only two universities in Montana. Right, Montana or Montana State. But no, I think it was University of Montana. That was his claim. I thought it was the wildest thing I ever heard. Because I was saying in South Dakota, you know, people either go to SDSU, USD, Minnesota, Nebraska, maybe even Kansas or Kansas State at most. And uh, his claim was that he had a lot of people from Chicago that went out to Montana. That's really weird because that's not close at all. No, it's not. That's across the country. I know, yeah, and, and I was uh, like, "Why not just go to like Colorado at that point? That sounds way better." Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah, exactly. It's way cooler. Colorado State was an awesome campus. Was it? Um, yeah, and Fort Collins is an amazing place. 
And I'm not saying that Laramie, Wyoming is like this amazing place, but when I have to compare it to, um, you know, the state of Montana, it it's definitely way better. And oh. the fraternity scene and sorority scene actually seemed like it was existent up there. Okay. And it's cool. They have this, this little uh, strip that runs straight from the campus to the stadium, which is a really nice facility. The house that Josh Allen built is what right. they call it. Of course. Um, and that street is just filled with uh, one side is sororities and one side is fraternities. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm, I can imagine they've got some pretty good tailgating scene up there. Damn, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. We should take yeah. a trip for football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't understand why you go to school out there, but maybe there's a draw that we're just not aware of. I don't think weed is legal there. Like it is in Colorado, at least. I don't. No, I'm thinking maybe Lermy, if you're Lermy's, like a hippie. Lemmy's really close to the border, though. Oh, okay. Well, still, just Colorado State seems like a cool school, or you know, Boulder. Either way, either way. Yeah, and I also you know what I found out is that. Uh, is I didn't go up to University of Idaho, right? But right. that I didn't realize how close that was to the Washington border. And then I looked on the map, and the Washington Vandals? State, Washington State, and University of Idaho are like thirty minutes apart. Interesting. I think they might even be closer. It's like twenty minutes, something crazy. I bet like, Washington close. State is harder to get into than Idaho. Yeah, they're just both sitting on the border, and uh, I didn't realize how close they were. Well, Idaho is not a D one. Uh, school anymore so i know yeah i was gonna i was gonna make the claim that they're the closest d1 pair of, of schools but not anymore no i mean how far is boise state from all that really i think it's really far boise is okay. um pretty centrally located because i mean have you seen idaho's football facility the indoor thing yeah it's terrible it's the worst looking thing i've ever seen in my life so i always wondered who the hell is going to this school but it's probably just kids that couldn't get into like washington state or they lived mm-hmm. on the border and they're like screw it this is like the community college for us yeah i think it's seats what eight or twelve thousand jesus yeah that, it's that, definitely the, the smallest in d1 as, you, as it existed what do you expect when you have facilities like that you're going to get dropped from d1 when their school is constantly trying to better themselves and move up like you get left behind. New Mexico State, that was a tragedy. Uh, that should have never happened. But Idaho, get out of here. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was your Amish trip. Congratulations. I'm glad you took it. Um, you're now a man, officially. I did see BYU as well. Oh, you did see BYU? Yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts on BYU? BYU is a very nice campus. Um, a lot of strip clubs? I had to, yeah. I had to look at it through the lens of, like, I I, I want to factor in how fun this would seem, and Oof. just because I had very nice buildings doesn't mean that I would enjoy my time there. No. And so for that reason, you know, I'd probably even put my tan above it. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm but out. But it was, it was, I mean, it was super nice. Salt Lake City's a nice modern city, but well, that's not just, Salt Lake City. Yeah, I guess I just assume that. Every, the whole state of Utah is so excited. That's true. What about the University of Utah, the Utes? I actually, I completely forgot. As I was leaving Salt Lake City, I was like, damn. I completely fucked up and didn't even see Utah. So, But weren't you near the school? Yeah, I was in Salt Lake City. I was in downtown, and I just I just forgot to look. Wow. Yeah, they. I mean, it looks like they have a pretty cool stadium. I would have at least wanted to see that. But yeah. But you said Salt Lake City wasn't that fun anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, it had a, a few restaurant bars, and like I said, it was very nice and, and new and clean and white. So but, Mormon. Yeah, and it was huge, heavily influenced by Mormons. There was The church was all over the place. Um, and everybody's super nice, but it's just like, I can't imagine that place on a Friday night. Um, you know, we should I, went, con- I went out to a bar down there, and it was, it was pretty desolate. We should consider opening like a Southern Black Baptist Church in downtown Salt Lake City. Yeah, that'd do well. I mean, you'd be hitting a niche market. Right. Sure. I think it would be doing as well as uh, the financial stability of this podcast and or the website that we currently run. So in tradition of me starting terrible business ideas, it's not a bad one. Yeah. I mean, we'd just be doubling our value. Yeah. we double down on... Uh, a niche market that is already saturated by others. So that was your trip. Congratulations. This whole podcast, we're going to focus on baseball, which means it's not going to be that long, probably. 
<laughs> but we will talk baseball. There's, you know, some some juicy news, and obviously Super Regionals are starting this weekend. So I think the Super Regionals, they all start Saturday, I believe, right? Uh, the one in Austin does at least, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, for some reason. But the Regionals... Don't talk about the awesome one. <laughs> the regionals are wrapped up. Speaking of which, I guess we can dive right into this. If Ole Miss would have won their regional, would you have gone to the Austin Super Regional? Um, well, it's funny you ask that. Uh, first of all, I couldn't have gone because I'm going to be uh, watching professional baseball in Florida uh, this weekend. So I, I won't be able to go anyway. But if Ole Miss would have won and should have won, um, I'm still not. I'm not bitter. But if they did Honestly. win, it would have been in Oxford because they were a national seed. Uh, um, so the only reason that Austin's hosting is because the two seed won in Tennessee Tech. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So um, I wouldn't have been able to go, although I definitely would have been. I would have been watching the Ole Miss game instead of the the game that I was attending. Right. On my phone, you know, but. You know, I'm not bitter, so it's not even worth discussing. No, of course. Of course. I, I mean, you don't sound bitter at all. Um, yeah, the regionals are over. You know, I guess we can run through some of them, right? The Florida won theirs, Tallahassee. Yeah, there really wasn't. I mean, looking through all of it and keeping up with it this week, there wasn't a huge upset, I don't think. Uh, well, I, I mean, mean Cal State Fullerton. One there's Alan yeah, Safer, they were the three seed. Everybody everybody knew that going in that was the toughest. I think Stanford got the, the worst draw having Baylor and Cal State Fullerton in there. So That's true. I would have I would have been surprised if you told me Cal State Fullerton won, but um it wasn't a, a huge upset, I don't think. I mean they were a very good, good three seed. Well also um, Washington, the three seed, won theirs in uh, coastal. Did you go to any of those games, by the way? No, I didn't. I was I was too busy uh, just going to the the beach and you know sitting by the pool. Okay, that's fair. Um, that is that's probably the biggest upset because if you had told me anybody won but Coastal, it was going to be UConn. Yeah, exactly. And I actually, I I probably predicted UConn going in. Yeah, it was surprising. Um, ECU lost to their regional. That was a bit surprising. I mean, I know South Carolina is good; they're a two seed, but. I thought EC was good enough to make it. So. Yeah. I mean, South Carolina was one of the hottest teams in the country coming in. Um, and that was a really tough draw, getting them as a two seed. Everybody was kind of hoping that they'd avoid them. Uh, and we know ECU, you know, getting swept by Houston to end their season. And then ended up winning the AAC. But yep. uh, still, they, they were kind of limping into the, in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, they did well in the conference tournament. But before the conference tournament, they were pretty. I want to say ten and one in ten against U of H. So um, they ended up beating Houston though to to make it to the conference tournament finals and then winning that against USF. So they finally got over their hump of beating Houston, but did not yeah. But the tournament's crapshoot as as Ole Miss proved by winning the yeah. SEC tournament and conference tournament. You know it's. That one, it's hard to it's hard to uh, judge anything off that because, you know, Houston won the regular season, so it's you know it's it's hard to it's hard to uh, go off that. Well, my whole gripe. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more about the postseason in college baseball um, it, conference tournaments and then even into the regionals is you play the entire season in, in weekend series 
format. So you have your Friday, Saturday, Sunday starters, and that's how you kind of organize your your team and your pitching structure. And then you get in this completely different uh, scenario where conference tournament you're playing maybe five games in six days. Yeah. And it's just completely different. It's testing a completely different uh, skill set. And I'm not complaining, you know, Ole Miss won the SEC tournament. Um, but then you get in the, into the regionals and it's the same thing. It's like, you know, maybe you could play two games and then you're off a couple of days. But it's just a completely different structure than what you're used to all season and what you've kind of built your team around. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to – obviously, uh, UNC is a great team. But – I do think that you know affected Houston a little bit in the Chapel Hill Regional because they played so many games back to back, and then when they finally lost their last game to UNC, it was nineteen to eleven, and uh, it got it. There was a delay, and I mean they just played so much that the pitching staff just couldn't hang in in there anymore. The batting was still good. I mean we scored eleven runs, but I think that might have had something to do with it. I don't even if we just played them. In a series, in a three-game series, they they probably still would have won. It's a great team, but you know, to your point, it could have something to do with it. Yeah, and ultimately, it's it's about pitching depth in, in these situations, and yep. it's going to be the same in Omaha. It's yep. the same format as the regionals, pretty much. Um, and so this is kind of the super regionals is getting back to uh, the regular season format, you know, three-game series, and then uh, they'll get right back into Omaha where it's eight-team double elimination. Uh, so these bigger conference schools, the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, are usually going to have an advantage over the uh, the smaller conferences because they have more in their bullpen. Yeah. Um, so that's where you usually see those 19 to 11 games going in favor of the bigger conference schools. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. Just because they have like you know three more bullpen arms that um, where Houston is going to be throwing a shortstop. Yep. in the seventh inning <laughs> you know unc is just going to go back to their bullpen where they've got some freshmen who can throw like 91 yeah and i mean i think joe davis uh, he set some kind of home run record so we definitely had hitting on our side joe davis is just a freak but uh yeah like you said we just didn't quite have the depth to compete with a baseball powerhouse like unc when it comes down to it yeah that's usually that's why you, you have to get those wins early um, yeah, yeah. A school like Houston or just any um, team in a, sm- in a smaller conference is going to have to get those early wins. Well, I mean, there's uh, the one seed Stetson that keeps winning. So, yeah, and they're the anomaly, I think, because uh, where a team like Tennessee Tech is built around their bats, Stetson has just an insane uh, pitching rotation, which is kind of unheard of for a, a small conference team like that. Well, um, so they are. Coastal in Coastal in 2016 when they won, didn't they have a really good uh, bullpen? Oh yeah, definitely. That's I mean that's pretty much the reason they're. Uh, they also I mean, it's it wasn't like they were beating up everybody throughout the whole year. They got pretty lucky um, in the postseason. So uh, Stetson is it's a legitimate team with a legitimate uh, pitching rotation. Um, that being said, I don't really expect them to beat North Carolina, but I don't either. They're, they're going to be they're going to be set up. They've got some. They've got two aces, Friday and Saturday. Well, Princess Leia keeps barking for no reason. There's probably ghosts haunting my apartment that she's barking at that I keep uh, ignoring. Regardless, yeah, I think they had maybe the easiest regional. I don't want to take too much away from them, but South Florida was a good team. They were the two seed, but they definitely were one of the lower two seeds in my opinion. Just playing them throughout the season i actually got to see them play oklahoma state as a three seed and then hartford as the four seed it just uh you know i don't know i i wasn't that impressed with their regional so yeah i agree i'm surprised i'm kind of surprised they didn't throw a like a south carolina as a two seed for them see i was just i was just thinking that south carolina would have actually fit in there i think a little bit better and they probably i don't know it's hard to say now but i mean they probably would have upset them because ecu was a better team than south florida clearly uh so who knows but uh yeah other than that everything was pretty much i mean obviously tennessee tech we already kind of talked about but you can't take away their win i mean that team they only have 10 losses including postseason yeah it's That's uh incredible. i mean they're, they uh they really hit the ball their, their whole team is pretty much batting over 400 um they led the country and home runs by over 30 home runs like they just hit 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 nonstop. 
I mean, do uh, they have the most wins right now out of anybody in Super Regionals? I don't know Stetson's yeah, wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they love the, the country and wins. Yeah. Yeah, um, I maybe, mean, it's just... Maybe Stetson, but Tennessee Tech was right there with them. Yeah, and, and it's not like football, right? I mean, conference definitely has something to do with it, but in baseball, you play so many teams. It's not, you know, in football, you can have an undefeated UCF that won't make it because it's the American Conference, and they look down on the seven conference games they played. Whereas in baseball, you're going to play a lot of schools from a lot of other conferences. Yeah, so. they played Vanderbilt um, this year. They beat them. Yep. Um, they played. Uh, the, I'm pretty sure they, they beat a fair amount of SEC teams during the season. Um, that said, I mean, it did come down to having to win two games in the same day against you know the number four team in the country, and they did it. They did. Um, it. <laughs> they did That's it insane. by throwing by throwing two position players. Um, <laughs> so it's. It's kind of crazy that uh, that Ole Miss wasn't able to take advantage of a right fielder pitching. But uh, that being said, credit to them. I expect them to beat Texas this weekend in Austin. You do? Yeah, I uh, I really think that Texas. Well, I was kind of expecting Texas A&M to to win that regional, but now that Texas made it out, but A&M uh, wasn't that great this season. This was one of their low seasons, if you ask me. Correct. Yeah, in terms of wins, but. Um, they were starting to get really hot, and they had coming into the season. It's one of those teams where they had so much talent. You know, they're preseason ranked top ten or whatever they were. Um, so if they were just able to figure it out, um, and it seemed like they were doing that in the SEC tournament, so I figured that would kind of carry over into the regionals. But kind of went back to how they were playing during the season. Yeah, I mean, they also had Idaho and Texas Southern. So UT didn't lose a single game. Obviously, they got right. No, Indiana, them. Indiana. What did I say? Idaho. Oh shit! <laughs> Same thing. So <laughs> they had a Big Ten team in there essentially, which you know is doesn't mean much. So yeah, they ran right through it. But Tennessee Tech is definitely going to be interesting for them to see them play some tough competition. Um, yeah, they've got a they've got a good. I mean, I'm going to say this now, and he's going to get like torn up on Friday. But uh, that Moss guy, their ace, he's, he's, he's good. He got drafted pretty high. Okay. Um, so he, they actually, I mean, they had eight players drafted this year, so they're, they're nothing to joke around about. Yeah, Vanderbilt uh, got through Clemson as the two seed. Not really surprised there. The, um, I mean, when's the last time Vanderbilt didn't host, though? That's what's interesting. Yeah, it seems like every year they're just kind of right there. Yeah, I mean, Virginia, well, it's, it's been like 12 years since Virginia hasn't even made the tournament, so that was pretty wild, or 15 maybe. Something insane. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt didn't host last year. They're actually in the same regional with the same um, – it was like the 1, 2, and 3 were all the same as last year, which is <laughs> stupid and crazy. Yeah, why would they do that? Um, the committee is just stupid, and they completely forgot that the three teams that they're putting in the regional <laughs> – the same uh, as last year. Mississippi State as the two seed got through Florida State. Uh, Oklahoma was in that one. Sanford was in that. Yeah, it was interesting. Mississippi State's a good team. They yeah. have come I, through yeah. without a coach. Good for them. They are they're the team that just gets super hot in the playoffs, and I would not want to face them. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's Vanderbilt also. Well, I think we're going to talk more about those two teams coming up. Um, I was just going to finish up with Texas Tech winning their regional against my uh, New Mexico State Aggies, unfortunately, Kent State, Louisville, and then Duke coming out of the Georgia regional as the two Yeah, that was pretty surprising because didn't Duke lose the first game or something? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. They started off with a loss or something and yep. then they kind of came back. Yep, yeah. Campbell, the Camels couldn't make it out as the four seed, unfortunately. Um I will say, did you notice that there is six SEC teams in and they're all playing each other? Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be three of the eight teams in from the SEC. That's just guaranteed. Yeah, it's also uh, worth noting that they put all of the SEC hosts on the same side of the bracket just to make sure that one of them got in and to also eliminate the possibility of two SEC teams in the championship like happened last year. Ah, okay. Although that kind of backfired on them, and now it's looking like that might actually happen because all the two seeds won. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting how that happened. And I'll, going back to the Texas Tech regional, I'm kind of surprised that Louisville didn't win um, because they were one of those teams that were getting really hot. And uh, but I mean, I mean, Texas Tech's a great team too, so I'm not not too surprised. 
Yeah, what's disappointing is the ACC. I mean, they came in with the most teams in the regional, and now they only have two left. The SEC definitely performed the best. They had the second most coming into the regional, and they came out with a lot. But, yeah, the ACC was a bit of a letdown, not going to lie. Yeah, Duke really, once once Duke held on to win that over Georgia, that kind of was huge for the ACC because that would have been seven and versus one instead of two versus six. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so interesting little mix-up there. Uh, nobody from my conference, none of the Americans Games, made it. yeah. Yeah, that's disappointing. I, yeah. I figured one of them would have made it. I mean, we had four in there I, with one uh, – as the host so yeah i thought we would have at least got like ecu but um yeah that's a little disappointing i like it when there's like an american team in there or something do you want to talk about vanderbilt mississippi state you gave me some news about noise yeah so anybody that's anybody that's watched a vanderbilt baseball game in the past couple years has uh has become familiar with the vanderbilt whistler which has become whistlers it's two guys now jeff pack and preacher franklin they just have this annoying. Uh, they're very good at whistling. I wish I was this good at whistling, but uh, they just have that loud whistle, and they'll do it throughout pretty much the entire game. And even if you're watching on TV, you don't have to be at the game itself. If you if you're just watching on TV, it's pretty it's pretty obvious and pretty annoying. And they'll even comment on it, you know, during the game. Uh, and so uh, they're playing Mississippi State, obviously, which is known for the cowbells. Uh, but famously. NCAA does not allow the cowbells in NCAA regulated uh, events, so they're not allowing the cowbells at the baseball game. However, they can't really regulate a whistlers or two whistlers. So uh, there was yeah, there's there's some articles now about how the whistlers are going to be allowed, but the, the cowbells are not going to be allowed. Yeah, that's what Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Fortunate. I mean, that would have been cool for both teams to get to have their traditional, you know, noise, whatever. But when 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 one team uses an actual thing to make noise and the other just uses fans' mouths, you can't really regulate that. But I don't even think Vanderbilt fans like the whistlers. Like, I think even they get annoyed by it. I would. Yeah, this is the whole game is just this whistle in your ears. But I mean. Yeah, I guess it's like, uh, you know, they're both noises, but one is an instrument and one is just whistling. It's like apples and oranges, you know? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and play some, uh, some of the whistle. Let's see. Let's see if I can get it. By the way, while you're getting that, I just want to mention, now that I said apples and oranges, I had this new revelation. I hate that saying um, when you try to compare, like, music or movies and it's different genres and they just say, that's like comparing apples to oranges almost dismissing the comparison you're trying to make. Well, I think that's bullshit, right? What do you like better, apples or oranges? Apples. Okay, same. Guess what? We just compared the two, and we picked one we like better. You can compare apples and oranges. If anybody tries to tell you that anymore, just say you prefer apples or ask them the question, and then they just say your analogy is stupid. That's true. I never thought about it like that. You can compare anything. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, especially with two things that are so similar. They're both fruits. Yeah. Just be like, that's like comparing apples and rhinoceroses. Or apples to metaphors. <laughs> it's like not even not even items. There's just like one's an item and one's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, comparing apples and uh, Plato theory. 
Yeah, like that would be a lot more applicable. Yeah. You don't choose the two most closely related things. <laughs> yeah. Like things that people actually do compare on yeah. a regular basis. I was I was just saying that I liked the movie A Quiet Place better than Infinity War. And somebody said that's like comparing apples to oranges. No, it's not, they're both movies. I can say I like one better. I don't care if one's a comic book movie and one is a suspense thriller. And well, actually, that is like comparing apples to orange because they are both movies, just like apples and oranges. That's true. Are both I, guess, I guess he was right then. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. For that, for that instance, he was right. It is comparing apples to oranges. I can still pick one I prefer better. Yeah, I'm trying to think one that would actually apply. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to put some thought into this. Yeah, we'll, we'll put some thought into this. I'll come back. Uh, I'll probably write a blog about it because that's all I ever do. I don't have any actual friends to discuss these topics with. Um, also, Mississippi State is looking for a coach still. Yeah, um, which is going to be weird, especially if that win is super regional. They're going to have to go into Omaha without a coach, and they're going to have to tell the fan base, this coach that's been leading you all year that just led you to Omaha isn't actually your coach. That'd be like making the college football playoffs and being like, oh, well, we still haven't hired someone. It's like... Yeah, so why don't they just hire the guy that's coaching right now? They honestly, they should probably honestly hope that he loses <laughs> against Vanderbilt. Just so they can have a little bit better reason to hire someone else. Yeah, just you know, give him a short-term contract if he doesn't work out in a couple of years and find somebody else. I don't understand. Because Mississippi State, I mean, they might end up doing that. But they put so much into baseball it's their only sport yeah they are they're offering you know like a million and a half dollars for for a new coach which is just i mean unheard of in college baseball other right. than uh other than pretty much vanderbilt can offer that well it's uh, yeah i mean it's their only sport they're really like continuously so not, good at their fans yeah. support it so yeah they're not they're not gonna settle they, you know they've they've offered jim schlossnagel from tcu and, and dan mcdonald from from louisville cliff godwin from ecu uh, all three have turned it down which is seeming to now be a pattern in college baseball, as we can remember uh, two years ago with Texas and uh, the whole situation after Augur Grito retired. And then every, pretty much every coach turned it down after that. I, the same usual suspects is, is, this, call, is, is this search. Um, and we thought we were kind of blaming it on, on the fact that Augie was staying in the, uh, in the administration as kind of a, uh, like a, an overseer. Right. And who who the hell wants to go be under Augie's wing, right? And under his, you know, stranglehold while he's still there and you're coaching and you're being compared every single move you make. So we figured that was the reason that everybody was turning it down. But it seems like maybe it's just a different dynamic than football, which we're comparing it to, where an elite college program is offering these coaches and they're all turning it down, uh, maybe for different reasons than they would in football. So it seems like maybe if a college baseball coach, and maybe same could be said for college basketball, if they're set at their at, at their program and it seems like they've got security um, and they've got you know a, a good future, then they're going to stay there. It's it seems like it's it's hard to pry away a an elite college coach, even yep. if you're you know the cream of the crop in your in your uh, in your sport. Yeah, I'm always worried about Houston losing losing their coach. But, but it doesn't seem like it should be. It should be a concern. I mean, if if Cliff Godwin, you know, turned it down, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how many how many more rungs down Houston's coach is from there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, what's it been five years in a row now that they have? No, 2016 they didn't make a regional, but every other year they've at least made a regional and then a super regional. Hosted two of the regionals, so I mean, he's definitely. I would imagine on a lot of short lists, but um, also Rice needs a new coach. Wayne Graham, he's he's out. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be make it really tough, more tough on uh, on Mississippi State because that's another you know elite blue blood program. Yep. That yep. although I feel like it'll be easier to hire Mississippi State just because um, you're replacing a legendary like Hall of Fame coach in Wayne Graham. Yeah, um, that'd be like replacing Nick Saban, you know. Surprisingly, it might be easier surprisingly, to, to he uh, he survived too. I thought they would let him go because he died at a game, <laughs> but he was the oldest, uh, at least D one baseball coach, eighty two years old. I mean, 
as, crazy. as our rivals, we, you know, got to play them quite a bit. And it would take him, I would say, anywhere from five to ten minutes to try to get out to the uh, to the mound. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he wouldn't even, if he argued with an ump, he wouldn't actually have to get out, fully out of the dugout. It was wild. They get, they'd, they'd give him anything <laughs> that he argued, but he would take one step, one foot out of the dugout, not even fully out, just kind of look at them. And they would, you know, that's what they would go with. That's crazy. Yeah. It's Wayne Grimm. You know, what are you going to do? The guy knows more about baseball than anybody else out there. Even the opposing fans are just like, okay, well, he's probably right. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Mississippi State does from here. Um, because they're kind of running, running short on their – now, I don't fault them for going after the best. Like, that's what you'd expect out of your AD. Um, however, it is kind of getting to the point where, like, uh, where do we go? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If if they make it to the cultural series, I mean, I think they really do need to consider at least a short-term contract with the current coach. But short-term, I mean, sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> professional. Only you don't professional. Want to give. <laughs> You don't want to just be like, okay, we're going to give you this chance again, but we're going to be looking for someone else too. Like, you want to give your guy some security. Well, you're um, not looking for somebody else. It's, you know, let's say two years and you say, you know, just show us that you can continue this kind of success so we don't have to look for anyone else. I guess, yeah. I just, I feel like that'd be pretty shitty to do. Um, I, I think he'd heard... be better than just firing. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. he would probably be happier with that alternative. Yeah. Um, the article I'm reading says that the that the list from 20 candidates has made it down to about six but that list of six is kind of unclear i think the three of them that i read out are part of the six so it seems like they've got about three more three more options i have heard that uh that purdue's coach mark wazowski is pretty far down the list and that would be like you know last resort um however i feel like that would be pretty terrible as an ad to be like yeah your new head coach mark wazowski from purdue no, you're you're the top of college baseball, and you don't want to go reach down that low. Well, at that point, just keep the guy you have. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't know enough about this. But yeah, yeah. Um, Super regionals this weekend. We have Gainesville, Florida versus Auburn. That is Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We have that'll be awesome because we got Brady Singer versus uh, Casey Mize. Yeah. Two first-round picks. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lubbock, Texas Tech versus Duke. That is also Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That'll be interesting. Texas Tech is a really good team, but Duke is uh, pretty hot with the upset. Yeah, also Texas Tech's coach was on the uh, the short list, so I think he's probably next. I would try to hire him if I could. He's done amazing for Texas Tech. Texas Tech is yeah. not notoriously a baseball school, so yeah, I feel like that's one you might be able to pry away, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim Tadlock. He's uh, the only the only issue is that he's uh, he went to Texas Tech, so uh, he's. I mean, this is kind of like his final destination. Yeah, that's true. But who the hell wants to live in Lubbock? I don't know. I mean, he'd be getting at least double the pay if he if he went out to Starkville and he'd be in the SEC. I would honestly rather live in Starkville than Lubbock. <laughs> I think I would take a job in Alaska before Lubbock. Yeah, I mean, Alaska is some pretty nice places. Yeah. Um, Fayetteville Regional, Arkansas, South Carolina. That's going to be a good SEC matchup Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, I just – I think Arkansas is going to make it to Omaha. Yeah, Arkansas. I mean, I think they're my favorites right now. Yeah, that would be crazy if they lost, but I yeah. – them, I think them and, them and Oregon State are my two favorites. Um, the Austin Super Regional, the one you're most excited for, Texas versus Tennessee Tech. We'll definitely not be watching. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I may go to a game, but I might watch it from like the outfield because tickets are too damn expensive. Um, <laughs> this one's interesting. The Fullerton Super Regional, Cal State versus Washington. That is a wild one. Uh, yeah, that, that one really is. is. Wait, where's that being played? Fullerton. Okay, because they were both three seeds. Yeah, it's, it's Fullerton. Um, that one's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The rest are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you know they. they that actually, to... that actually might be one that that I watch just because the intrigue of two three seeds making it to Omaha. 
Well, it's 2 p.m. on Friday, so you you could watch that, actually. Um, Nashville. That's interesting. So Vanderbilt got it over Mississippi State. That is interesting. Yeah, maybe... I, I swear they, they do this based on where they think they can make the most money. I think they do at that point, once it's not a, uh, an well, automatic host. Well, okay, uh, here's, here's a reason I say that, personal experience. When Houston was uh, going to the Austin Super Regional, we had the better record, and I think we were ranked higher at the end of the season. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. They definitely want it in, in Austin because it's the bigger stadium. It's and... the bigger ballpark. And Augie even laughed and said, like, no, it's going to be in Austin. Like, he was confident. And it pissed me off royally because I was like, no, we deserve it. it. Like, we deserve this super regional. But we our ballpark's probably half the size of Austin's. Um, so, yeah. I, Which is I, weird I, because Starkville has a bigger stadium. I was just going to say that, guess... but Nashville's a bigger city. Right, yeah. and I think Mississippi State fans they they know will just show up. Yeah, not, I guess not saying so. Vanderbilt fans wouldn't, but I think maybe the bigger city hotels stuff like that might have something to do with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I've kind of stayed away from from college baseball on Twitter and Reddit this past week, but I can imagine that Mississippi State fans are very upset. Yeah, I imagine. Yep. Um, Chapel Hill, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument both sides, though. So, uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Stetson. That'll be interesting. Let's see. Cor- that should be a good matchup. Corvallis. Is that how you say that? Corvallis? Corvallis is the Cor- way I've heard it. Corvallis. Oregon State, Minnesota. I mean, if, if a Big Ten team stays alive, like, that would be insane. Yeah, it truly would. I, I'm kind of rooting for it. Just I know. Especially over because- Oregon State, like a baseball school. That would be wild. Yeah, uh, Oregon State. I mean, they got to be the favorites at this point. Them I think this is the. I don't think Minnesota's ever made it to Omaha. I doubt it. I'd be pretty surprised if they did. I work with somebody from Minnesota, and he was talking about how hyped they are right now. I think he said something about this is the furthest they've ever made it in like school history. So <laughs> everyone. I, I, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. I don't know enough about Minnesota baseball. I apologize. But uh, those are your super regionals. That'll be interesting. Um, not all, you know, baseball powerhouse schools. Obviously, there's quite a bit of them. But you got a, you know, Tennessee Tech and Stetson Good mixture, in there. Stetson. Yeah, Minnesota. Get some, get some different stuff in there. Not bad. Yeah. Um, before, I mean, we didn't get to cover Oklahoma. Ah, but, yes. But Kyler Murray getting drafted seventh overall in the MLB draft this past week to the Oakland A's of all teams. And um, then still playing football. Yeah, so he's got That's a five million dollar bonus. Uh, so I, 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 just from reading the headlines and stuff, I don't know if he's able to accept a bonus if he's still playing. No, he is. He is because he's only playing college football. So he's that money says he's going to be living in Norman, Oklahoma this year with $5 million. But you can't, I don't think you can get paid as a college athlete for anything. No, I'm pretty sure it's a um, different sport. Uh, same thing happened with, with an Ole Miss player. Um, see, I don't see able- how that's allowed and you can't, you know, sign an autograph or something. That sounds yeah, crazy to me. That's wild. No, trust me. Trust me. I, I, I'm with you, but uh, because they have his rights now they're able to, I mean, it's, it's like he's a professional athlete in one sport, but he's still an amateur in another. <laughs> so See, he can't that, play college baseball anymore. That's ridiculous. Like, his, his college baseball days are over. But what surprises me the most, and I imagine everybody the most, is that the Oakland A's are, are willing to let him play his, uh, his season in football. I don't Like, they're not just making him come, come play minors automatically. I don't understand that decision at all. Um, it also pisses me off a little bit because I really wanted to see Oklahoma be in a sh- shittier situation. Also, the paying thing. I, do you think that might have something to do with college? They know NCAA knows they mo- make the most off football. So that's a way to keep players in school. Right? No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it does, but I can't imagine it's... It just seems like 
Um, just different sports. Well, so the, he lo- he loses eligibility in one sport, but he's still a college athlete in another. Well, because that really would only happen for like baseball and football. And um, if if that happens, right? They they know that they make the most in football, so they want those kids to stay playing college football at least one more season. So if they say you have to choose, they're automatically going to choose to go pro in something. Or they say, well, you can still stay and at least play football. Maybe I mean I can see your, what you're saying. Maybe when like Bo Jackson or uh, or Steve Young did it back in the day. I just think everything comes back to money. You know, NCAA. Also, when was really the last time that, I feel like this is the cool story that a quarterback is also a pro baseball player. Like I feel like that's such a badass story. Dude, that guy's so cool. Yeah, like oh my god, <laughs> what a cool guy. He's the starting quarterback of his team, and he's also. One of the top picks in the MLB draft. Of Oklahoma, too. Not just a team. Like, Oklahoma, a big football school. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good athlete. Yeah, I mean, he's he's coming right behind a Heisman winner. <laughs> and he's the starter quarterback. And he's also an MLB pitcher now. Yeah, I have a feeling when he, uh, when he throws two picks against Texas and loses, he's not going to really care that much. Yeah, no, he's not. He's like, <laughs> I mean, uh... I'm sure as an athlete, he'll be a little upset, but then he'll just be like, oh, wait, I'm an MLB player. Yeah. I'd almost be kind of worried if I was if I was Lincoln Riley, like, losing the focus of my starting quarterback. It's like, hey, man, I'm a baseball player, but we kind of need you to stay focused here. Yeah. Like, I mean, you I'm can't sure, just, like, lose everything. I'm sure he's got a backup plan. At right? the same time, though, it might just free up his stress. Like, he might not be stressed about getting drafted in the NFL where he can kind of just play stress-free yeah that's a that's a take that is a different take (laughs) um yeah i mean he he, i doubt he's gonna make more money in the nfl like he's probably just gonna play this season and then go you know report to the a's the a's also like a team like the a's where every pick they make counts and matters because they're that small market team like they have to build through the draft right um they're not gonna take a risk on a player like this they know that these dudes get yeah that's pretty wild um I just don't understand, especially if, like you said, he's he's going to be such an important pick for them, why you would risk it. But I guess they want the biscuit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. They want the biscuit. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's baseball. Uh, we haven't talked much about baseball this season, unfortunately, even though we, we said we would try to. But we're here when it matters, right? Mm-hmm. Regionals, this super regionals. when everybody starts paying attention. Exactly. This is the only time the small minority of college sports fans actually care about college baseball. So, hopefully we can do uh, an episode next week. Are you going to be able to? I know you're moving to Cincinnati or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. Okay. Um, we've got a lot, of, a lot of transition coming up. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd love to recap the super regionals if we can um but you know while you were gone i think we had some pretty good episodes you probably didn't listen to any of them because you were in the middle of nowhere uh we we had a discussion with the host of how to do that podcast where we talked about the worst sports fans we talked about like the worst sports cities and the best as in bandwagon right um what what do you think the most bandwagon sports city would be? Just out of curiosity, like a couple of them. Uh, Golden State. No, uh, I, I I didn't include them. Not not team, but city. L A. Yeah, L A. was on there. Uh, I guess New York because the Yankees. I didn't include New York because only the Yankees. Every other team isn't really a bandwagon team, right? If I was doing teams, obviously New York, but. Uh, Boston was my number one. I was going to say Boston, but, I mean, the Patriots? I think I don't really come across too many Patriots fans. You're out of your um, mind. I, I really only know one. I don't Everybody know. else pretty much hates them. Red Sox? Yeah, that's more. Yeah, yeah. Dallas I had on there um, mostly because of, you know, the Cowboys, obviously. that was, They were, like, the number five, though. They weren't one of the tops, but, yeah. L.A., Chicago, stuff like that. Um, and then least bandwagon city. What do you think the least bandwagon city is? DC. No, but they were on the list. They were number three, I believe. 
Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, dude. <laughs> Least bandwagon city by far. Houston was number five or something like that. Detroit was on there. But Charlotte. You know what? That's a good addition. Um, oh, no. The requirements was they have to have all three major sports in the city. Ah. Yep. Because yeah. that, that, yeah, that excluded a couple like Salt Lake City or Milwaukee or something, you know. Um, so yeah, we had a good discussion on that. We did it live at a bar. That was a lot of fun. How to do that podcast and how to do that co. And then the last one we talked, I, or I talked NASCAR with um, Undam Restricted podcast host Sloppy Yellow at Sloppy Yellow. That was a lot of fun. And then I think I'm setting something up probably for next week with a podcast I won't name yet, but they're very big. Um, movie podcasts that we're gonna we're gonna talk you know the what's going on with star wars universe and how they're losing a bunch of money and talk about some other good movies that are coming up because that is my other passion outside of sports it's not light camera podcast i'll say that right now it's not i have communicated with those guys but now that they've gone to barstool i don't ever seem being able to do anything with them because they are all about the celebrities now Anyway, it's a good it's a good podcast. I think they got something like fifty thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube, stuff like that. They're they're big, so hopefully I can work that out. Um, yeah, things are moving. You know, I'm able to do this without Jay. Clearly, he's not that important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just a role player. I'm a role player. Yeah, you just bring me the stories to talk about. I'm, I'm Jr. Smith. I'll uh, I'll mess up game one, but then I'll, I'll come back and hit a couple threes. Yeah, and then still, and we'll still lose. And then when I end this podcast, you'll keep talking because you forgot when it was over. Yeah, likely. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that's it. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Jay, glad to have you back. Hopefully, we can get you back again. Yeah, hope so. All right, uh, check the twitters, check the instagrams, get on the website chairgating.com. Peace. Peace. Chair gating. Chair. 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 Gating. Chair. Chair. Gating. Gating. Thank you. Come again. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.